Hey, and welcome to the B-Team Podcast. My name is Justin, and today I am by myself. I am, uh, everybody's kind of busy, so we didn't really have anything for this week. So I decided that I would hijack the podcast and kind of go on my own rant of movies, if you will. Um, I was going to do this a little more uh, structured, but figured, hey, what the hell. We're uh, doing this on the fly right now. So um, I wanted to give you a little bit of my top 25 films. Um, This is something that I was trying to start last year. Never really got it off the ground. Figured I just, you know what, fuck it. Just throw it out there. So um, some of the movies I think you probably already know are on this list. Um, I've probably mentioned are on this list. If you've been following our podcast since the beginning, you know my number one, but I'll still leave it for them. Uh, Anyway, so I'm going to run through really quickly, um, 25 to 20. Um, So the bottom five here are at number 25, drumroll please, Um, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Uh, Yes, this is not my favorite Arnold movie. And yes, there are multiple Arnold movies in my top 25. Sue me. Um, don't sue me. Um, so yeah. Uh, Arnold, favorite actor. Brett gets on me all the time about shirtless men in action movies. I'm good fuck. I'm an Arnold fan. I like his movies. Um, Terminator 2, um, I think is the better Terminator. Uh, me and Josh have had many arguments over this. Uh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day is probably one of James Cameron's best movies. There's another one higher up on my list. Not that far. Um, this one in, like, Predator, I kind of, like, butt heads a little bit with, because I love Predator. Um, but, like, the effects of this movie still hold up today. Uh, the story still holds up, and especially if you watch the extended cut, that version is the best version of this movie. Um, you know, uh, Linda Hamilton uh, rocks the shit as, um, you know, Sarah Connor, and, you know, you got, uh, what's his face there, it's John Connor, um, which when I was a kid, I thought he was like the coolest dude, um, and, you know, I still say hasta la vista, baby, and, you know, fuck you, dickwad, you know, and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, you know, that's how it be. Uh, number 24, Toy Story, uh, the first one. Uh, yes, and Toy Story 1 is my favorite of the Toy Stories and is probably the second Pixar movie on this list. There's another one right above it. Um... Not right above it, but a little further up. Um, anyway, uh, this one kicked it all off. I was five, um, and my dad took it, took me to go see it uh, around Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever. Um, and I loved it. I was a Toy Story fanatic. I had Woody toys. I had Buzz toys. I had Rex. I had Didhead. I had Slinky Dog. If it was Toy Story, I had it, you know, um, and 
and I just loved it. I even had the little green men. Um, yeah, it it was just uh, a pig, uh, piggy bank there. Um, yeah, it was this. Like, if you look at it now, it's a little dated just because like it was the beginning, but still, like this is a classic, you know, and the whole like you are a child's plaything. Like, Tom Hanks and Tim Allen in these films are fan-fucking-tastic. They do great. All the other voice acting is great in this movie. The writing is great. They really put their effort into this one, and I really, really enjoy it. And I still watch it as an adult. And nobody can take that away from me. <laughs> uh, this one we'll probably get to at some point, number 23, um, which I think we've... No, we've done a pod on this before. Uh, Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan. Um, that is, uh, yeah, it's the best Star Trek movie. Um, you know, uh, for a long time I had, like, First Contact as number one, but honestly, this is number one. Um, you know, the back and forth. You know, Khan versus Kirk. You know, the whole fight in the nebula and everything like that is so fantastic and you have you know kirk who you know they got the they got the rust out in the motion picture that movie is awful but in this one this is like where they should have started and then this starts like that fake uh trilogy of two three and four um where they all kind of merge together um but yeah this one is very good very great it's very good very great um is fantastic. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, and and uh, you know, I'm not gonna do any spoilers, but the ending is it, it, it still makes me cry. And um, you know, the way Kirk uh, finds his youth again, and the way he, you know, kind of. Uh, you know, it all starts with, like, the no-win scenario, and then he ends up living the no-win scenario, and, you know, you find his solution, and it's like, you know, or actually more, it's like Spock's solution, but, you know, you'll see it when you get to it, but, um, yeah, it's great. Um, the next, uh, the next James Cameron movie, number one James Cameron movie in my book, um, yeah, there's no more on this list. Um, True Lies. Another Arnold movie. I love True Lies. This is the best Arnold movie. This is the best James Cameron movie. I don't give a fuck. This movie is great. Uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is great in this movie. Arnold is great in this movie. Fucking, uh, what's-his-face is great in this movie. I'm spacing on his name. He passed away. Uh, Paxton. John Paxton. He is fantastic in this movie, and that little role he does as the car shop, uh, car dealership guy who tries to seduce Jamie Lee Curtis, and then Arnold and Tom Arnold make him fucking piss his pants. <laughs> oh my god, this whole movie is great, and then you have, like, the Nick Fury, like, knockoff dude who, like, works for, like, this, like, weird, like, not the CIA, um... It's just, it's just such a great movie, and it's such a fun movie, and it's, like, one of those, like, first action movies I ever watched, and, like, it still delights me to this day, like, if this is on, I'll put it on, 
I don't care where it's at. Also, Jamie Lee Curtis, forget it. Um, you know, that that scene where her and Arnold in the, the hotel room. Oof. Uh anyway. Um <laughs> uh yeah, this this is great. You know, it beats anything like Mr. and Mrs. Smith or whatever, you know what I mean? Like this is I haven't even watched that new T V show, but apparently Arnold's Arnold's Netflix show that's coming out, uh Food Bar or something, um, is kind of seems like in the vein of like what uh what his true eyes character would be doing now. So um yeah. It's uh pretty great, pretty great. Um another one we kinda went over, top one, is at number twenty one. I know that's one of Brendan's favorite movies. Uh Josh's favorite one of Josh's favorite movies. Um yeah, Top Gun, the original. Um it's too early to say anything about Maverick. Uh eventually Maverick will get its uh day in the sun. Uh but it only came out last year. And in order to get on my list of top even my top hundred movies, I give a five year period. So it's got a couple more years left to kinda simmer and figure it out. Um but yeah, the original Top Gun the music, the soundtrack. It has got the greatest soundtrack ever. Um, it's got Tom Cruise acting his ass off, uh, Anthony Michael Hall acting his ass off as Goose, Maverick and Goose, probably one of the best tag teams. You know, then you got uh, Josh's dude, uh, Val Kilmer as Iceman. He kills it in this movie. Um, yeah, this whole thing from like top to bottom is just so fantastic. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, from the, the visuals to the story to everything. And, and it's Tony Scott. I mean, how can you go against Tony Scott? He is one of the greatest directors of all time. And, yeah, you know, it's it, it's just, uh, I don't really know what more to say. I mean, I feel like I'm using the word fantastic on these movies a lot. But that's really how I feel. I mean, all of these five movies I have mentioned, you know, they have great stories, great acting great direction, uh, great cinematography, I mean, animation kind of has cinematography, but it's more like the animation, um, but like, like, these movies are like, like, when I put these in my, it's like, movies that I enjoy, movies that have some, uh, uh, not relatability, but like, have some uh, symbolism in my life or whatever, movies from my childhood for the most part or from when I was younger or have hit a nerve in me for some reason um but yeah Top Gun uh True Lies Apocron Toy Story Terminator 2 is in my bottom five um which I still think that's a great bottom five and it could be somebody's top five um but you know that's I also have a top 100 list but this is just the 25 um just because you know, I don't want to belay the subject, you know what I mean, and uh, I think at this point, um, I've been rambling for about 10 minutes now, so I'm probably just going to go up to, uh, I'm going to probably stop at number 16, so I'll do the next five, and then maybe another day I'll record uh, my top 15, uh, my top whatever, and uh, go into that, but um, yeah, so really quick, let me go into uh, this next group. So uh, at number 20, I have Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Um, this was the first Planet of the Apes movie since the Mark Wahlberg one. So I had never seen 
James Franco one. Um, so I went I went to this one because my buddy um, I was like, hey, you want to go see Dawn of the Planet of the Apes? I'm like, sure. I like when I was like nine, I liked the, the Mark Wahlberg one. Um, and then I watched all the other ones. Uh, this was fantastic. I mean, the story is, uh, <sighs> the story is Hamlet, you know, it's brother versus brother. It's, you know, Dr. King and Malcolm. It's, you know, it's, it's what you need. And, you know, they're, they're trying to fight between Caesar and Cobra and, you know, then you have the humans that are in there. I think Jason Clark does a great job in this role. Um, Carrie Russell does a great job in her role. Um, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman is great in everything. And he is electric in this movie. He really pulls that whole, like, you know, I'm trying to keep society together. And, you know, but I'm scared at the same time. But his, 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 uh, his scaredness, his uh, uh, fear... Uh, kind of makes him into almost like this, like, guy who hates the, um, you know, the apes, because the apes came over, and that whole virus thing, like, kind of ruined the world, and so you would, so obviously you hate the thing that ruined the world, but, I mean, obviously, in this movie, they kind of show that, you know, people and apes can coexist, and I think that kind of goes to a broader thing of, you know, even though you're different than other people, you can kind of coexist, and, and I like that story of this movie, and, and I think they do a great job of, like, trying to essentially stop a war, and, uh, you know, spoiler alert, there's a movie called War of the Planet of the Apes, so they don't really stop it, but um, I, I like how they try to stop it, and that's probably the best version of it, plus it's got some fun comedy and everything in it. Um, Anyway, moving along, I have uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Uh, we've done a pod on this. I'm not going to go too much into it, but it's the best Batman movie. It's my favorite Batman movie. You need to go watch this. It's 70 minutes, 75 minutes at most, I think. Go watch it. You have the time. Rent it. It's on HBO Max, I believe. Go see it. It's fantastic. It's an animated film based on Batman the Animated Series. Um, the Phantasm kind of replaces the Reaper from year two in the comics. Um, you have Andrea Beaumont, who is uh, Bruce's love interest. And then, you know, it kind of shows you the origins of Batman. And oh, it's so heartbreaking. And it's so fantastic. And, you know, the scenes that they do in this, on top of Kevin Conroy, R.I.P., you know, doing Batman, Mark Hamill, doing Joker. It's not going to be the last time you see Mark Hamill on this list. Um, anyway. Number 18. Uh, Ferris Wheel's Day Off. This is a hilarious movie. Uh, Matthew Carter. It's also not going to be the last time you see him on this list. Knocks this out of the park. This is fantastic. From top to bottom. Even the end credit. The end credit thing kind of blew the top off of like having like a end credit at the end of your movies um you know which ended up doing all the superhero movies and everything like that you know they started bringing that back and i mean there were some before that between ferris and the marvel movies but i mean i i really just go back to this as this was when <sighs> this was when um 
you know, that kind of thing first, like, really was, like, known. And people didn't even know there was one there until, like, probably the home home video version. Um, I don't even know. I mean, I would probably have to do more research into it to see if the theater version had it. This came out before I was born, so I never saw it in theaters. But I don't know if the theater version had that originally. Um, he is not on my list anymore. So, um, the highest, uh, yeah, the highest, uh, Tom Hanks movie on my list is Forrest Gump at number 17. Uh, Forrest Gump is, uh, it's Steven Spielberg at one of his greatest. Um, it's not, it's not my highest Steven Spielberg movie, but, um, this is, um, this is filmmaking. I mean, you know, he took the story, and I know a lot of people go, oh, well, you know, it's kind of racist because, you know, uh, uh, Forrest, like, kind of creates a lot of things that were created by black people or whatever, but regardless of any of that, um, you know, it's, it's great how they show this man going through time and, like, being involved in pivotal points and then his whole relationship with Jenny and his mom and his upbringing and you see like that that like loving relationship and then you see like the abuse and everything like that and it's it's just such a lovely movie and it's and it's greatly written and I definitely suggest you go see it um last but not least marriage marriage is what brings us together today uh, the Princess Bride, uh, Andre the Giant, uh, Inigo Montoya, you killed my father, prepare to die. This movie is endlessly quotable. Um, Rob Reiner, it, uh, Bob Reiner, Rob Reiner, whatever, is a magician. Um, a movie that I do have on this list, but it's not high up on this list. Um, a Few Good Men, you know, it's another favorite of mine by him. Um, he just, he knocks it out of the park with this one. Um, you know, the, the acting, um, you know, a lot of these guys, they don't really, like, uh, Carrie, uh, Ellis and, uh, Robin Wright, um, they don't really go on, Manny Patinkin, they don't really go on to be, like, superstars, uh, Manny Patinkin ends up getting fame in, uh, Homeland, and in, um, um, I think he was in, uh, FBI, no, not FBI, Criminal Minds, he was in Criminal Minds, I believe, um, and then, um, you know, Robert Wright comes back for her major day, her major reappearance in House of Cards, um, and then, um, but other than that, I mean, they kind of ended up blaming, oh, but this was great, this was a fantastic little movie, you got a little, little, uh, Savage in there, um, uh, 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 Corey Matthews' older brother, uh, not, not Ben Savage, uh, Fred Savage, um, yeah, Fred Savage being, uh, uh, talked to by his grandpa with the storybook, and then his grandpa keeps kind of fucking up the story, and, uh, kind of relatable, you know, people who are trying to, like, you know, get their kids to bed, or, you know, get siblings to bed, or, you know, even being read a book by you. You know, your grandparents when you were a kid, and they were just kind of like, oh, yeah, and blah, 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 the end. Uh, <sighs> I'm doing this kind of late. 
mostly because uh, I forgot that I was going to record this. But anyway, um, yeah, so uh, that, that is a fantastic movie to end this segment on. Uh, so yeah, so to recap, um, if I haven't bored you over these last 20-ish minutes, um, 25, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, 24, uh, Toy Story, 23, Wrath of Khan, 22, True Lies, 21, Top Gun, 20, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, 19, Batman Mask of the Phantasm, uh, 18, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, 17, Forrest Gump, and 16, The Princess Bride. Um, eventually I'll come back and I'll do my top 15, um, unless you guys want me to wait, and we'll do like some kind of thing together, but, um, but yeah, no, I, uh, I, I enjoy making like these types of lists and stuff like that. I did, I'm, I'm always constantly changing these top 100 lists that I make. So honestly, these could change in like a year or two. But as of right now, like when I sit down and I look at all the movies, um, basically I've, I've set in stone my 25, my top 25. Um, so yeah, so this is what we got. Um, yeah, so there's been major movement on this just in the last year as I've been restructuring this. I mean, there's been a, I don't know what, like at least two, maybe three movies who have fallen out of my top 25. I used to have The Conversation, The Graduate, Silver Linings Playbook. I used to have all of those in my top five. Um, now those are outside of it. Um, you know, uh, those are also great movies. Uh, I would suggest you go watch those too. Um, so that, that was a 26, 27, 28, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm not going to make it any longer, but yeah, so, um, yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoyed this, um, this little recording, it's, uh, Justin's little side rambling, um, so yeah, uh, thanks, and, uh, I don't know what we got coming up next, uh, we were going to be planning on doing, uh, Tetris and Ghosted at some point, um, Milos will be coming back from his sabbatical, um, and then we're going to be doing a card season three. We're going to be doing uh, the Mandalorian, uh, all the ones you're probably waiting for us to do. Um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three, we're doing that one. Um, you can go check out our Mario one. You can go check out some of the other ones. I think you end up new new listeners because we had a major boost in our numbers. Uh, so thank you guys for that. And, uh, yeah, let's make 2023 the uh, strongest year on the Beats and Podcasts.